Before we get into today's episode, I have a quick message from my sponsor, Cloudways. Cloudways is a managed cloud hosting platform that simplifies your web hosting experience. The platform allows businesses to focus on their growth and have complete peace of mind with 24-7 support and flexibility to scale. Can we just say support is hugely important when it comes to hosting? And thanks to Cloudways, they are offering an exclusive discount for the Kim Doyle Show listeners. Visit cloudways.com and use the promo code KIM20 to get 20% off for two months on the hosting plan of your choice. All right, guys, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to F the Hustle. I'm your host, Kim Doyle. You want a life that is meaningful and exciting. In this podcast, we're going to talk about launching and growing an online business that fits your lifestyle. F the Hustle is all about doing good work, building real relationships, and most importantly, creating a business that supports how you want to live your life. You don't have to sacrifice the quality of your life today to create something that sets your soul on fire. And yes, that includes making a lot of money. So we'll be talking about selling, charging what you're worth, and how earning more means helping more people. My goal is to help you find freedom and create a business on your terms. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of F the Hustle with Kim Doyle. I am effing the hustle in Costa Rica, as you can see. Welcome back. I'm so excited today for a number of reasons, but the two specifically. One, my guest is a dear friend and coaching client. Love her energy. Love everything she's doing. And the second reason is we're going to talk about something that I have jumped back into and am committed to mastering. So first of all, my guest is Karen Michaels. Karen, thank you so much for being here today. Yay! That was super fun. You are effing the hustle all day long, girl. <laughs> I don't know where that came in. You know, I don't always do that like, ah, but today was one of those days, and this is a total non sequitur. I bought mm-hmm. this shade for this window over here, and I couldn't figure out how to roll it up, right? Well, I figured okay. out how to roll it up, so I was like, ah, like I see the ocean <laughs> from multiple windows again. It's oh, beautiful. you can see the ocean. As a current desert dweller, I, I use the ocean waves as my regular focus sounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Too. I do too, because I've got all the, everything shut with the AC on. Speaking yes. Way, yes. Turn that down a little. Um, all right. <clears throat> so first of all, Karen, before we get into our topic, mm-hmm. tell the audience who you are, what you do and you know, how you run your business. How I run my well, business. Oh my gosh. We could we go here all day with that one, but I think, really? I think you're going in a great direction. And so and, uh, and we'll pivot with sort of some off script, which is what I do, yeah, which will lead yeah. to why we're talking about the specific topic today. So Yeah. That are? sounds fun. Who you are, girl. Well, I am I am a solopreneur here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I'm also a singer and a pianist who happens to love technology and Apple and writing. And um, I had been dabbling and it was 100% a side hustle, right? I was dabbling with social media and I was helping friends or a client would say, oh my gosh, I love what you did. Can you mock that up for me right quick before the gig? You know, hilarious. And I was like, sure, no problem. And then of course, when uh, the pandemic struck and quarantine happened, um, I'm going to be honest, my business took off and thank goodness it did, right? Because there wasn't any live performing or mm-hmm. any of that sort of, I'm also a teacher. And so none of that was happening. Let me just and, clarify, you're um, a, a voice teacher. A voice teacher. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, yes. Um, and so I would, I was like, 
wow. And then people came to me, I mean, dare I say in droves where, you know, Karen, how do I do this? What kind of camera should I use? How do I do my social media? What should I do? What? And it, I, I'm so lucky in that sense that just things just blossomed. I had a great time. And now, now where I'm at is, you know, I have between five and 12 clients, depending on what's going on, because I do regular, you know, people, um, I have retainer clients. So those are monthly, every month clients. And then I have campaign clients where they'll come to me once or twice a year to help them run something specific, like to sell their show or sell tickets or sell their new course or costume or whatever it is. So yeah, so that's where I'm at. Okay. So, and I want to say that the retainer clients and the campaign clients, these are social media where you're- They're all social media. It's all Mm -hmm. social media. Okay, good. Yes. Which it's really fun because I have this love-hate relationship with it. You'd have a love-love relationship with it. I do. So I love it though. I love it. I love your enthusiasm. And I wanted, I was just thinking about this. I want to pull out sort of a um, side note for our listeners and viewers is that how many years ago did we connect? I was thinking about that this morning. Okay. Because I found you because my, in my music life, (laughs) I'm chick singer Mm -hmm. and that's my moniker. And that's, you can find that like on my socials. And then you, I was searching for a WordPress thing and WordPress chick popped up. (laughs) Right. And so I'm like, chick, oh my gosh, this uh, Insta friends. (laughs) And so (laughs) I think, is it, I mean, is it 10 years ago? Truly? It it really could be 10 years ago because it was early on in. Yeah. When I was doing websites and stuff. Yeah. And so, but it, what's really fun, did, did we do a website for you? Did we do a Chick Singer you, site? Yeah, you like helped me because I, of course I was like, hey, I really like doing this myself. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Can you show me things? So you would do something and then you would say, hey, I blah, 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 or I use this plugin or, so it was like a half and half. You were so gracious to help me do that. So. Okay. I was trying, I was trying to, I remember, cause I remember the Chick Singer. Yeah, but my whole point in bringing this up is then we cr- we reconnected. You stayed on my list. We reconnected. You jumped into email insiders, the mm-hmm. first cohort of that. Yeah, and yes. then we've you know I've been coaching you and yes, so great. So, but but I mean the whole point of that is that I want people to pay attention to the long game and to understand yes. that you know curation and relationships. You have no idea when somebody's either ready for your products and services or how it can collaborate. And now based on the work we've been doing, like we've got this thing that I basically was like, would you please do this? So um, (laughs) yes. And it's so amazing, right? Because that, and that's the key. That's why, that's why I love social media so much because it is about connections and relationships and engaging with each other. It's social. (laughs) And so that's why I always tell all my clients and the clients that I work for that posting is not your only job. In fact, it's probably, you know, 50% at the best because you want to be commenting on other people's stuff and, you know, liking it and it's supporting what they do and then they'll reciprocate and then it just turns into this beautiful blossomed flower. You know, I love it. It, Well, and where do you think... uh, and just for the listeners also that mm-hmm. I promise we are going to get into the, the, the other topic for those of you who are wondering, we're going to go all in with Twitter um, yes. and we'll fill you in in just a second. But where do you think things went sideways with social being? So here's an example. This morning I was mm-hmm. listening to mm-hmm. a, um, I guess it was an interview. I don't, I don't even think they have a podcast, but 
It was okay. Justin Welsh and he it was Nicholas Cole and uh, Dickie Bush, right? Mm. A ship 30, which yes. for those ship of 30. you, uh, Karen did the ship 30 back in the fall. And then I asked her I about did. it. I did it and fell off the ship, I keep saying, um, in January <laughs> when I got sick. So I'm doing the, mo- the March cohort. I just, I love these guys. I love everything they're doing. But it was they're interesting. Amazing. Um, amazing. I, where was I going with Justin Welsh? Oh, so listening to him talk about how he grew his company. And you guys, I don't know this guy from Adam, but it was a really, really good, great talk. His previous mm-hmm. life, he was like a CEO or SaaS guy or something. And, yes. And um, he literally shares no links on Twitter, but he tweets, oh. right? He created this tweet schedule and he's like, I haven't yeah. promoted anything. And he has a, he has a LinkedIn course, I guess it's like 150 bucks, but uh-huh. you can go to his site. But he said, I never do an ask on Twitter for a link or a buy or a Amazing. promotion. And he's scaled his one man show to like 1.5 million a year or 1.5 million. Um, but either way, the whole point being, Yes. His point was in just being there and connecting, engaging, and talking. So that's just to support your, it's social. Let's go back to being people, right? Yes, exactly. I mean, listen, if we're talking about business, I'm obviously not telling you to post your dinner every night, although that's not a terrible idea to Mm -hmm. post that you are a human once in a while. Hello. But just... You know, if you want to, I just think sometimes people, they, they have conversations that maybe they wouldn't have in person. <laughs> they feel they become the keyboard warrior oh. kind of thing in, in the negative sense, oh, right? God, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, I, I always say to people, you know, if you would not say that in person, I recommend, I welcome you to think, as I love one of those sentences that I've learned to say. I invite I you. you to say, <laughs> yes, I invite you to not type that sentence yeah. and set president. I'm just thinking out loud, you know, because come on, th- there's enough of that kind of silliness. And my, and, and like you, you said, I have such, I really do have a huge verb for social media and I love what it does. I was a MySpacer back in the day with my little daisies and flowers and butterflies and all the <laughs> junk that I love. <laughs> but it's just because, and I met some great people there who are still my friends today. How is that even possible? You know? Oh yeah. I think we've, we're, we're past the point where online friends are friends. That, that's just it. Yes. You know, we're past that. Um, but Oh God, I lost my train of thought. I, this is like the third time I've done this today. This is going to be awesome. Let's pivot a little bit because okay, I want to hear. It's so funny because I, when I decided to put a little bit more time and energy into Twitter, it was sort of I don't want to say accidental. I mean, I'm almost at twenty thousand followers. It I've been I on know. there right since two thousand eight, and so now I've got like this sort of resurgence. And Amazing. sometimes I feel like, um. I'm slow with the deploying of stuff. And I'm like, but I trust myself, right? And and not... Yes. Anyways, what I started noticing with Twitter, one yes. was friends like you, Jason Resnick, you know, people like, oh, I'm getting a lot of traffic from Twitter. Oh, I'm getting this from Twitter. And also because mm-hmm. Facebook feels like a ghost town and it just mm-hmm. doesn't feel good, period, uh, yeah. right now. Which They're is, in a state of flux for they sure. Are. It, on one it's hand, messy. it's sad. On the other hand, it's like, I, I mm-hmm. like that they're getting kind of called to task for lack of a better word. Yes, exactly. I think, They're going to do some house cleaning for sure, right? I, let's hope. You know, I think all, I actually, I think all the platforms need to do some house cleaning mm-hmm, and the creators mm-hmm. are saying we're tired of being the product. So. The, exactly. Right? I just, I talk about that in my most 
my new podcast. I just uploaded my episode four. I feel so excited. And I talk about that, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's, you know, they've allowed, they, we've allowed them to have us be the product for free. Mm -hmm. And then Um, all the paid traffic is going up because it, and so there's, there's going to be a reckoning. I have no idea what that looks like or what it means, but yes, anyways, I agree. You know, Mm -hmm. so, so friends are telling me about this. So where I kind of started, I've always pushed content on Twitter. I think I was probably way more active on it years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would push content. And so I went in and I, you know, I use missing letter to schedule like a campaign that goes out for the air and it's nuts, Karen, where I'll look at like, uh, link clicks. And I think it's clicks through, I, I should double check. I don't know if it's bio link clicks or just link clicks. Anyways, okay. but there might be one post and I'll get 39 from Twitter and I'll get wow. one from LinkedIn and one from wow. Facebook. Like it's nuts. The amount of traffic or clicks or, or whatever. And I'm like, okay, th- this is definitely worth paying attention to. Um, and anyways, so I've kind of been going down this deep hole and mm-hmm. it's a whole different way of looking at it. So all that being said, before mm-hmm. we get into why I've been begging you to do a Twitter threads class, which <laughs> by the way, you guys is going to be free. That's why we're doing this episode. I want as many people so on this. Exciting. Um, let's, I want to hear your thoughts and feelings honestly, about Twitter and why you think it's a great channel? Oh, gosh. I mean, I, what, well, what I really love about it, so many things. Oh, my gosh. What I love about it is sometimes when we have a constraint, it actually allows for more creativity. It seems, you know, that seems a bit unbalanced to say that. But when you have the constraint of now it's 280 characters, you have to really think about which it was 160 way back in the day. Yes. When it started. Right. I was on there then too. Well, with my other account. Um, and so what I love about that is that it's these quick thoughts that you can put out there in the world. And then what happens, then that's where the magic happens. Somebody says something that inspires you or makes you think, or you want to jump upon or whatever it is. And then you say something back to them. And that of course still is in that constraint of the 280 characters. And then they talk to you and then someone else jumps in. And before you know it, there is this beautiful conversation going on all over the place. And oh my gosh, I just think that um, and what Twitter, Twitter has been very, very careful, I think too, to keep itself as clean as possible. I mean, it is, you know, it, it does the best it can with all the, the craziness and, and, you know, with, with people posting, um, a lot of crazy things, but they're really good at watching out for that sort of thing. And not only that, I personally think, because as, as I think with every platform, you should be curating your platforms so that you don't see things you don't want to see. Go a little bit you know, deeper take, with that. How would somebody do that on Twitter? On Twitter, there are lists and there are groups. And, that, you know, I follow women in marketing. Mm-hmm. It's a whole list in a group, right? I follow. And then I'm very choosy about the notifications I receive about Twitter. Matt Navarra is a, a top one um, because he he talks a lot about social media. So I'm watching him to make sure I'm on trend with things. Um, obviously, Dickie Bush and Nicholas Cole, those guys from Ship 30, I'm mm-hmm. really watching what they're doing because they're always offering fantastic insights um, and beautiful ideas about how to write and what to write about and how to create content. So I feel I'm like very- they have flipped, side note, non sequitur, um, yes. that they have flipped 
the narrative about what writing online means, right? I think so too. I think they flipped I mean, the narrative. I'm all about your website and SEO, but they're like, start writing. And here's where you can do it. And you can actually build an audience while you're getting clear and while you're creating your category. Which exactly. I because them, right? exactly you get, because what I, one thing I really love as a social media person, Twitter has beautiful analytics. You don't have to go to any third party site. You just put in, you could literally Google Twitter analytics. If you're signed into your account and poof, it will pop up and tell you, what your, what all your stats, your top posts, your, the top person who follows you, your most recent follows, what did well, what didn't do as well. I mean, it's an incredible analytic backend insight and I mean, and it's free. It's just part of the platform Mm -hmm. and it's very clear. It's not like some of the other platforms where I feel like I'm constantly like, what is this? (laughs) And I, you know, and I look at this stuff all the time and I always think, gosh, if I'm thinking, if I'm confused and I look at this stuff literally daily, what is the regular average person who is just a small business person working to market their stuff, you know, as a solopreneur, what is happening to them? So uh, that's what I really love that about Twitter. I love that about Twitter. The other thing I love about Twitter is it's funny. I was, um, I, you know, it's like, or I was saying, I'm, I'm not on Facebook a whole lot. I still don't know what I'm going to do with my Facebook group. Mm-hmm. It's almost 10,000 people, though. I'm like, there has to be something here. So do we, right? Yes. Anyway, yes. moving on. But I'll go into Facebook and I go to my notifications and I'm like, none of these, like, there's so much, you know, nothing's on on my phone. But I mean, it, I'm just sitting here going, this person that I don't ever engage with is going live. I don't care. Like, it's it's right. sort of irrelevant, weird Anybody that's in my my realm, right? Yes, I'm like getting notifications. I'm like, this is this is dumb, and maybe it's partly because so many people are not on the platform that the notifications are are going in that direction. But sure, either sure. way. Sure, but I do. I just think that th- that's one of the biggest responsibilities we all have. I think is take responsibility for what makes you feel good, what uplifts you, what teaches mm-hmm. you. You know, those are that's on you. If if I may be so bold to say that, because you know, and especially on Twitter, you know, all it takes is one or two tweets. You kind of know where someone's going and it's so great. You just head on over to their profile. You can scroll through, you can see instantly who they're retweeting and what they're posting and instantly know what kind of person they are. So let's, let's, can we talk a little bit about the content then? Because here's the crazy thing, Karen, I am not lacking words, right? I like to write, I like (laughs) to create, but I feel like I get into this judgment mode about what to tweet or how to do it. And ah. it's, it's so bizarre. I don't, there, there's a little bit of a block, which is also a big drive why I wanted to do ship 30. So yes. can you give some suggestions or how to approach like cre- using your voice on Twitter in shorter characters that's engaging and, and hear my heart really quick. I, yes. when I was listening to that, the thing with Justin Welsh this morning, mm-hmm. so many people will come at this from the approach of, well, how do I create viral content or how do I, and it's like, you friggin' test it and you publish, yes. right? People ask right. that all the time when they join content creators on Facebook. It's like, how do I, how do I make my content go viral? Da, 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 da. So it's like, there has to be a space where people get, you practice, you practice. 
I don't know why though. I block. My, I just go into like, duh. What should I write about? No, no, you're so funny. Well, first of all, it, to me, it's definitely the iceberg effect, right? Where you see this little the that I'm sure many of you have seen the meme where success is the little bit of an iceberg on top. And then when you go under the water, it's like miles and miles deep and wide. And, you know, that's the thing. I really want to welcome everyone to think, don't think about going viral. Honestly, I, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the dang truth right here. I have never gone viral on any platform in my humble opinion. Yes, I've had some great little posts that went that went crazy for my little following, but I don't have big followings almost anywhere and yet I, I am working, I am busy, I am creating and it, the the point of going viral it, that's not the point. <laughs> the point is literally creating and doing. And so I have I've have like a fun little idea called the shopping list idea. And that is just all about, um, you, you like do a brain dump of ideas or thoughts, or you look at your blog post that you've already written. You've probably already spent one or two or three hours on that baby. You've, it's all gorgeously, you know, it's gorgeously edited and you did all these wonderful things. You have beautiful graphics with it, whatever you did. Right. And then you pick out one or two lines in there. Mm -hmm. That really, that someone that you, is this highlightable? That's one of my favorite questions. Is this highlightable? That's a character. And then word. you, <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes. And then you throw that baby on Twitter and see, see what happens. Yeah, we over, you know, what's funny is I'm sitting here thinking about this and I was, cause I, I really kind of made this decision Twitter primary, LinkedIn mm. next, and then Instagram. I just need someone else to do it. Not that I don't like it. I just don't have the bandwidth. That, that's all it is, yes. right? I really, I just right, don't have the bandwidth right. to do them all. Right. But, you know, one of the things I was thinking of is like with my newsletter, every newsletter should be a thread. And where I wrote, I literally have that in my notes, which the whole class is on Twitter threads. And I want to talk yes. about that. But, you know, in using the TypeShare platform, which if you guys haven't uh, heard, it's TypeShare.co, I think. Yep, it okay. is. Mm -hmm. TypeShare.co, this is created by the Ship30 guys. And you can create what they call them atomic essays or Twitter threads on the platform. But the atomic essay, is it a limit? How many words is it? 300? Well, th there's not really a limit, but 250 to 350 is like that perfect sort of, it depends on how your format is, but that is the perfect um, amount of words for the atomic essay to sit properly in your tweet so that the majority or the entire thing shows. And that of course encourages eyeballs. Okay, perfect. Okay, perfect. So what this is guys is the atomic essay. It basically, you tweet it and it tweets it as an image. So that you get to go over the character limit, so to speak, where, it's brilliant. where I was thinking about that with my newsletter, where that the mini blog posts that I do essentially at the beginning, right? It, it's it can get wordy, so that I may have to play with that and adjust it, but take that and then literally just thread, thread, thread listens and tag each person, right? And it's funny again, Karen. I was thinking that <clears throat> you know because I follow all these people that have these epic threads that have been like Justin mm. Welsh. I think I saved one and it was this, how he grew from here to here. And, mm. and it's like, I'm in my head. I, I'm just overthinking it. That's it. I'm overthinking it. Like when we, yep. when Jason and I launched deliver it, where we're yes. sharing the build in public. So I wrote the copy for our opt-in page. He just went and took the copy and made a Twitter thread. I'm all duh, <laughs> duh. Right. And I'm like, do you know how many 
of those things I have that I can do that with. So yes, I think it's already finished content. That's the beauty of Mm -hmm. it, Kim. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty because uh, my word for the year is, well, I have two, reclaim and repurpose. Reclaim is for my personal life, reclaim time and repurpose is for my work life, social media. And I, and this is what, this is what I realized when I was um, having like a, a quiet moment, which is hardly ever in my life. Cause you know, mom and five businesses and whatever I do, <laughs> but it's so crazy. Thank God but you I have the that- energy you do. Do you crash at night? Do you just like collapse and like sleep really hard? <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes my husband's like, honey, is the Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> but I think of it like this, right? When I sing something at a corporate event, an Adele song, you know, an Elton John song, do I only sing it once? Of course not. <laughs> I sing it at the next job for the next set of people who want it, and the next job, and then and that's when it really hit me, like that's the actual definition of repurposing. Because as I love to tell everyone, listen, I love you, but I do not stare at your social media content. (laughs) Sorry. I love social media and I love, love you. And I don't stare at your stuff and I don't see every post you make. So why in the heck would you not repost something that's fantastic? Right. And, you know, I mean, I have so many ideas for the Twitter threads thing. I mean, you know, it's, it's like you could redo your Instagram post that went great or your Facebook post or your conversation with somebody that you, oh, over the weekend, over coffee. I mean, literally there is an endless supply of ideas and content out there. And most of it you've already done. It is the funny part. I think what's, what's helping as we're talking about this, Mm. we'll have to talk offline um, because it's kind of like um, within TypeShare. Yes. Go in there that they have kind of templates. So having, so having some Twitter thread templates or frameworks that are, I'm going to create a Karen word, plug inable, right? (laughs) Plug inable. Exactly. And, and in the class that I'm showing, I'm literally going to show there are, there's, I mean, there's a multitude of ways, but I'm just going to share my top two, how to create a Twitter thread organically. So in the platform and then how to use a third party platform like typeshare.co. And I'm going to use my, my typeshare account because I just think it's brilliant the way they've set it up. I mean, I, I just got to hand it to those, to that team, the ship 30 team that they've done a tremendous job of, of teaching so many things and creating that platform is definitely one of the top things they've done for sure. Yeah. I just, <clears throat> there's some of my favorite people on the internet right now. I know. I think yes. that there is simply, um, massive integrity. I don't know. They are prolific <sighs> creators, but yes. they walk their talk, right? That's where, yeah, they walk the talk. They do. Um, and I, I love anybody that's that's willing to step out and flip the narrative. I think it's fantastic. So exactly. Okay, this is not to fangirl about them. Twitter <laughs> thread. So guys, this is I yes. really I kept bugging Karen. I'm like, girl, you have to do a Twitter threads class. Please would you just do a Twitter threads class? Because she's got tips and tricks and and which that sounds so trite, but and the platforms Ooh, and suggestions. And yes. so first of all, for for people who are not familiar, please explain what a Twitter thread is. Well, a Twitter thread is simply one grouping of 
tweets that are connected in a row. So there is a little bit of a of a process or a system that you need to do in order to have them all connected. The way it will look on Twitter is there will be a line drawn down between each one. And also if there's a Twitter thread, it says, because Twitter loves Twitter threads, it says view thread in reader. And that, you know, as soon as, because then what happens is when you tap that, Kim, now everybody else's comments go away and the reader can just read your beautiful thoughts all in a row. And then it looks like a big piece of writing. That's why I'm like, this thing is, when I first started seeing it, I was like, well, this is kind of cool. This, oh, wait a minute. This is tricky that you are doing multiple threads or multiple tweets and you can get your whole you know, thought process going. So it's like this stream uh, of consciousness in, in tweets that's become an article essentially. Yeah, exactly. And the really fun thing to me is sometimes when people comment on just one and then it makes a whole nother conversation start. And so as the originator, whoever the originator of the thread is, their engagement becomes massive. And I'm saying two or three comments makes for craziness. I'm not kidding you. It takes that little for the platform to go, oh, well, man, that that person made people hang out. Mm-hmm. Let's show their stuff again. So not only that, it's an organic way of getting people of, of the platform showing your stuff more mm-hmm. because they realize that people are reading your stuff, right? Yeah. And And remember, as always, sometimes I realize I'll read a tweet or a thread And I didn't like it. Like I got so excited. I was just reading and I forgot to do the heart on it. And so again, I just want to welcome everyone to think it do, please don't get all caught up in those numbers or any vanity metrics, right? Because any vanity metrics, any, I mean, I know you're not, you know, inside the Twitter algorithm, but my guess is there's, there's measurable impact when you click through and you view and reader and you stay there long enough to read it. That's it. Search, That's they, it. Search engines. The platforms are picking up. It's kind of like a bounce rate on a blog post, right? So they're That's picking exactly up that you right. stuck around also. That's exactly what I'm talking about. There's always in every algorithm, although obviously I don't know the algorithms, but what I do know is that they're based on time, mm-hmm. click through, and eyeballs. If I'm scrolling at 11.36 a.m. in the morning, the, all those people are getting the benefit of that. And that's a small piece of the algorithm. So honestly, there's so much more that goes into the algorithm, which is why I, I always say, stop worrying about that and just share the brilliance that you know, share your uplifting thing, share your important piece of information, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Just share that. And the fun thing to me about um, Twitter is you can use um, hashtags, but they're not, they do not function the same way. They do and like so, on Instagram, you mean? Correct. Right? Or even like other, even, even LinkedIn, any of those sort of things, they function differently. They're really what the original idea of a hashtag is, was, which was a way of aggregating and, and think of the library. It was a way of right. connecting your content system. Right. And that's more of that use on, on, um, Twitter. So it, so all of everybody's tweets are not taken up by hashtags. It's real words and real thoughts shared by the writer mm-hmm. and creator. So I just love it. All right. So for somebody who 
first of all, let's let's talk about the Twitter thread class. We're going to ju- drop it in here and we're going to yes. drop it in. And guys, um, this is a free class. I'm going to let Karen spiel a little bit of what um, she's going to be covering. But I will have the link and the registration. And if you're listening to this after the date has come and gone, mm-hmm. then whatever link I give you will redirect you <clears throat> to be able to watch the workshop. So don't worry about that. Okay. Wherever she'll have it on replay, you can catch it. So before we go into, I want to back, this is a two-parter. Okay. And you can tell me which order makes more sense. So one, I want to talk about people who are like, all right, I think I'll revisit Twitter. Like what, what should they do? And two, Mm -hmm. what's going to be covered in the Twitter thread class? Excellent. Well, we kind of we kind of hit on why you should join, right? And I bet a lot of people have accounts that mm-hmm. have gone by the wayside. So you know, go back in there. And as I as I say to everyone, I just did a presentation on on Sunday to a, a fantastic group of ladies, and I just said, you know, go revisit your profile, go revisit your bio picture, go revisit that your the link that you have in there because that's the beauty of Twitter. Again, like, you know, I have a sleek bio. Um, web link in there. So it actually links to four or five different things. And I have um, my newsletter link in there because review is owned by Twitter. And that's who my personal newsletter is through, is through review. And I just, I just think what's great about Twitter is you can jump on for five minutes, mm-hmm. read through a little bit and jump back out. And you can jump on for 10 minutes and the other five, five spent looking at others and five spent composing a tweet. You can do it. Well, and the other piece with Twitter that I like, and please correct me if I'm wrong on this, is that mm-hmm. you can go in and schedule tweets that, yes. and you're not going to be, whether it's Twitter or a platform like, it's so funny, I have Hype Fury and Tweet Hunter, and I don't know why I've got both, but I'm just, whatever. Yeah. Clearly yes. not maximizing either. But <laughs> you can schedule stuff, and, and it's you're not going to get penalized the way you will correct. by pushing necessarily what Absolutely. matters with Twitter is the content, right? It's That's what right. you're sharing. It's not that you're using right. a scheduling tool or you're not sitting on the platform. It's about engagement if people engage with your content, but it's truly the content you're sharing that they're not going to be like, oh, you're using a scheduling tool. Like Facebook and, and Instagram, I think, want you to really want you to post natively. Correct. They do. And and of course you can do that through business suite. So that's still considered natively, by the way, mm-hmm. because that's their scheduling platform. And so just like that on Twitter, but the great thing is with Twitter, it's right there. It's right there. Now I do have Twitter blue. I pay the $2.99. A <laughs> because year, I just I or $2.99 a month. Two dollars a month. month. Okay. What explain Twitter Blue? Because I don't think I had even heard of it until chatting with you. (laughs) It's just, to me, it gives me all the extras. I get a little bit of insider information. Like I've had, so I'll tell you articles, articles are coming, which means. Oh, articles are coming to Twitter. Yes. That's right. I think I shared an article about that like a month Uh ago. Mm -hmm. And I already have the icon sitting in my profile you know, and so I'm obviously a beta, I guess, because all of a sudden it just showed up and I'm clicking on it and I'm like, ooh, this is so fun. So often when you are that kind of um, higher level subscriber, which just means I'm paying, it doesn't mean I'm fancy. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm a little fancy, but, um, <laughs> but it, you know, so it's that there you get, um, I get a very special newsletter 
that tells a lot of things. It's very helpful information. They have a Twitter space, which is like Twitter spaces is like the, um, like a, uh, it's an, it's the audio version mm -hmm. and there's a Twitter spaces just for Twitter blue and things like that. So it's super fun. But I just think that the, the best thing to do is to just get back in there, jump in and try it out and see what happens. And you know what? I totally, even myself, because I will say, I think Twitter is for a little bit higher level writing. I'm not saying academic specifically, but just thought provoking. I was the exact phrase in my head was thought provoking. Yeah. That you've mm -hmm. actually taken some time to think about the content, the mm -hmm. energy, the intention, the goal behind it. And, yes. you, and you're thinking about how people are going to receive it versus like vomiting. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. And so I do, you know, I'm, I, like I said, I, I went in and I looked at the lists and I looked at the, well, that's how I found the ship 30 guys, right? I was looking for, uh, writers and then I would look at, and this is what I do. So I love Tim Denning. I know you do mm -hmm. too. He's from medium. Um, I found him on medium and then I followed him there. And then I looked at who does he follow and who follows him. Mm-hmm. And now, and what I love is Twitter has this thing that when you follow somebody new and they'll say, these accounts go well with this account. Have you seen that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that, well, there's I over, they always do the suggested. And th so that's, yes. it's funny because for me, so now I'm like kind of, I don't want to say cleaning, but I'm adjusting things for me because I yes. followed so many WordPress stuff and I still love my WordPress <laughs> people and you know, all that and the tools and stuff, but yeah, I'm so much, my focus is, is definitely marketing specifically email newsletters sure. but so now it's it it is it's it's learning how to adjust as your brand and your business grows and evolves as well right 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 exactly so i i just love that and then what is this class about well i'm going to i'm going to do two things and then there'll be like a super fun bonus but i'm going to and by I'm the way it's a free class just reminding you guys so you you have to right. register to get the replay and the her so little giveaway so it's a double bonus yeah, it's a double bonus it's yeah. free plus a winner bonus. winner so winner winner so it's i'm going to give you the step by step directions like it'll be super simple cuz i sometimes i feel like someone teaches me something and i was like but how do how do i do that so i'm going to screen share i'm going to in real time write a tweet then i'm going to tweet it we're going to look at it we're going to look how it looks you know i'll show you how to pin it to the top of your um Twitter profile, if it's going well, or if it's something that's important, or if it's something about you that you want to keep up there, pinning is always a super fun thing to do. And then I'm going to, of course, do step-by-step -step with these third-party platforms. And then, I, I mean, I don't want to give it away, but there's there are two magical things that I have been learning about, about Twitter threads mm -hmm. that... There are things like about the order in which you do things. Ooh. I know, right? So you got to give me the and hacks then, before the class after our interview. Yeah. <laughs> well, I so want the inside scoop first. Go ahead. <laughs> right? It's just so, and it's so funny. It's when I, I was doing my extra research as I love to do, I think I was like a researcher in a former life because I love looking up all that. And I had a feeling that this, this little um, hacky thing was true and it, and it is indeed true. So um, even verified by, by Twitter itself. So those are the kind of things that 
I'm going to teach you because I, I hate to say hacks and tips and tricks because that sounds very gadgety, but I'll be honest with you. The only things that I teach are real. No, everything is white hat. I never do any black hat SEO kind of things. You know, there's no buying followers over here. As you can tell, I have 300 or something like that. It's very small. I, I don't play that game. You're doing because- best practices. Yes. Right. They're essentially best practices. And just a reminder for like tips and tricks and stuff. Some of those words sound trite, but there's a reason like a tip is a tip. If there's a trick to make something faster, easier or whatever, it's, it's not. So I know. Language. Yes, they've become, yes, they've become, right. The verbiage has, has gotten a little bit far away from what it really meant because people, you know, they, they wanted to hype what they were doing and then they were really offering nothing. Right. And, and I'm here to tell you friends that I, I'm doing this myself. So if I'm doing it and it's safe for me, then I can't wait to share it with you. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I do have some bonus. I'll share my shopping list idea with you and, um, and a couple other fun bonuses. But yeah, it's just going to be a super fun time. <laughs> you know what just hit me too? Thank you for that. Yes. And again, guys, you'll get all the details, the registration. And even if you can't attend live, please make sure you register. Um, mm-hmm. I will do, you know, just stick around to the end. I'll have the link for you. But um, I wanted to ask you about getting verified on Twitter. Like, I never thought, is it important? Uh, Should you? Is it easy to do? Like, it was such a big thing at one point. Right. None of the verifications are easy to do. And there's a reason for that. The the reason you want to become verified, there's a few things. If you're trademarking things, you should get, you should go through the verification process Mm -hmm. and, um, and you'll probably get turned down. And then the next time you'll get it. If you have any kind of celebrity status, and I'm not saying you need to be Angelina Jolie. Okay. I'm not saying that, but if you have some kind of literal public status, you want to apply for the verification process so that it protects your account. Mm -hmm. These are not, again, a very, the blue thing, the blue little check mark. Yeah. It is not. Uh, yes, it's cool. There certainly is the cool factor, but most of the like non-celebrities that have it, it's because they're protecting their account. Ah, okay. I get it. So, mm. so that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. You see, um, I follow a handful of celebrities on different things, but like yes. the one that pops into my mind, Mark Wahlberg is, um, I loved, yeah. I loved his wall street. Did you watch it on HBO? His little documentary <gasps> yes. about all his business. That yes. man works hard, man. He um, does. He does. And he's so cool. Yeah. But he does a and lot of hard the, on that. But, and you'll see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you'll see him. The only real account is this one, you know? And I think yes. you see that with marketers and people who've built up a following. That is not me. And it, it, like I follow Adele too. And I'm like, yes. I get, there are so many Adele, but they'll say Adele fan, Adele, the, you know, the, yes. but they're just using her name. But anyway, so I get that. So the verification is not so much for any sort of traffic benefit other than protection for yourself. No, exactly. Because sure. I, I imagine that there is a good traffic benefit to it, but to be honest, I've Googled, you know, in, in incognito when I've tried to make sure that things are going well and my name has showed up, my Twitter has showed up, a client's Twitter has shown up um, because using the words that I wanted to rank for. Mm-hmm. And so that tells me that, you know, I only have one client that is an actual uh, verified. Mm-hmm. And so, and because of that, it tells me it, it's such good information for me that I see how the verified client 
um, account behaves, if you will, mm-hmm. versus the non-verified. And it informs me that it doesn't, it doesn't uplift your account as much as you would think, but it definitely protects your account. Okay. And that you just triggered something else. I just thought of one thing that most people, I, and this is me just being uh, pretty raw and honest here, aren't aware yeah. of is I, I didn't, I don't think I was aware of this until this year or I forgot it. Uh, mm-hmm. That tweets are indexed. Google, right? You're, oh, yes. Hello. Yes. Like pick a platform that is, that, partners with Google, not partners, but I mean, talk a little bit about that. Well, like, you know, medium, if you, if all my long form writer people (laughs) get yourself on medium or write uh, an article, because that's specifically what LinkedIn calls it. And then they allow for those links, like in medium, after you finish writing, it pops up with a Twitter link and allows you to have that built in link right there. It's such a beautiful thing because, and you know that I, I mean, we have to remember friends, we do not own these platforms. We are renters. We are, you know, the occasional diner in the restaurant. We don't own it, which means we do not own our audience, which means we must be doing email collection. I call it ECS email collection system. Um, I talk about that and, and with all my clients, what are you doing? How are we going about making sure that we have access to these wonderful people that we've you know, got on our, in our audiences, mm-hmm. um, because the, we don't own the platforms. That's why it's very important to make sure that you're creating content that you are proud of, you own essentially. And then we're just sharing them with the platform. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. Um, it's, uh, do you feel like this is a little bit philosophical, but we're going to go down this road, right? So we were talking earlier yeah. about creators feeling like they are the product and, Yes. Um, we are living in this creator economy mm-hmm. and I really do feel that we are going through some big shifts and the, yes. the world has caused it, but we're seeing all of these things that, oh, okay, Facebook's broken. It's got it. It's got to get its shit together. Right. As an example. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, but so we see this happening and I think we're, we're seeing a shift with creators in mm. terms of tired of being the product. The second piece Mm -hmm. is, you know, that there is a depth required to do well now. There is a depth required to, to do well and build an audience. I think people are tired of influencers and sure who are, and, and you guys, I'm speaking for everybody, right? But the point being (laughs) this whole idea that you can build this huge personal brand as an influencer, just because you're pretty, it's not going to, that, that, that's wearing out its welcome. I, I heard the term skinfluencers and I was like, oh, I've never heard of that one, right? Which wow. it is, it's it, it, whatever. So that novelty has, has kind of worn out its welcome. And I see this sort of return back to quality content, long-term sustainable business, yes. search engine content, connecting with people. Like it's, again, it's all of the basics and fundamentals of direct response marketing. It's just how it looks online that I feel that this, this space has matured. We're at, right? Yes, the whole, I love the space has matured. That's, that's, that's beautiful. It. So it kind of makes me think about, like I said this when I was doing done for you podcast services, and this is how I feel about newsletters too. There is plenty mm-hmm. of room because too many people quit after a year. It's, it's yeah, not they do. too late to start a podcast. It's not too late to do any of this. Is it 
harder maybe then than it was 10 years ago. Sure. But you mm-hmm. also, but there's other ways that it's easier. Like when I think back to the first WordPress site I had, do you know that in order to get the pages to show up in the navigation, I had to publish them in the order that I wanted them to show up, or I had to install oh a plugin gosh. to reorder my pages. I mean, I think back to what, you know, that was 2008. Oh, okay. Exactly. So just in, it in was general, so much harder. Right. So do you see? And, and, you know, you are so on top. Of, and you guys, if you've not subscribed to Karen's newsletter, I will also make sure that the link is in the show notes. Mm, Her newsletter you. is so like tactical strategy. Here's what to do on Instagram or here's what's working or try this on LinkedIn. And it's so it's not just news. She's really handing you a, a real solid strategy. Um, but where do you feel we're at in this time and era? I mean, the world is is a little bit topsy-turvy, but... Where do you Gosh, see this space moving? Well, so, I mean, okay, so futurist is one of my Clifton strengths top five. So I can go crazy on this. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I want to hear it. <laughs> I, okay, so we all have, well, I, you may have heard of the meta, the, and I don't mean just Facebook, but the 3.0, right? Yeah, web 3.0. Mm-hmm. Web 3.0. And, so if you think about it, in the beginning, it was just, we would just view stuff. We would go on and look at a site and just view it. There was no real participation. And then in 2.0, we were participating, right? We're on platforms. We're uploading content. We're on our own website and doing that. And now what's going to, what's beginning to happen and what will happen is with 3.0 and beyond, so far beyond, is that that creator economy is going to focus into themselves. In other words, the platforms, the reason there's change and trend, that trending change going on is because they are see we are becoming weary and they are seeing it. Mm-hmm. We don't want to buy mm-hmm. what they're selling anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we, we've like done our due diligence and um, and the, the benefits are no longer out. No, right. it's out. It's, it's outweighing itself. Right. And so to me, why it's even more important to me, if I said what, what I've told my son, aside from reading, reading being the number one skill, I said, the second most important skill in your life, son, is to learn how to write because oh. that is the key to everything. And I'm not saying I'm not, hello, I am not a prolific writer. In fact, Grammarly yells at me on the regular. <laughs> I use too I love, many ellipses. I overuse ellipses. I, mean, I get that every week. I was just going to say that. Like, the, ellipses the ellipses are my pause, right? But, but yes. reading and writing on yes. the web, this is, and, and I'll link to this too. Again, the ship 30 guys, I don't know if it was just Dickie Bush or not, but they've got a 22 rules for writing online, right? Yes, that thread is fab. That's really yes, it's so good. And that, but that's the key. And and what's going to happen is we're we're going to create our own version, Mm -hmm. and and all of the you know small businesses, micro businesses. Let's face it, that's really what I am is a micro business, Um, small business, even big businesses. They're going to create their own space. We are all going to create our own space. I mean. Kim, I literally see where people would put on 
you know, a VR thing and I could perform in their living room, you know, piano. I would be sitting at my piano with my sound system and singing in their living room via the connection of the a web 3.0, you know, or I could be teaching a social media class, presenting it as though I'm standing in front of you, but I'm, you know, I'm in my own space. I mean, it, it's, it's an incredible, as I love to say, it's always an incredible time to be alive, you know, and, and we want to focus on if you are blessed enough to be in a position of worrying about your business and worrying about what's happening, then take advantage of that because there's never been a better time to sell your things and talk about what you do and sell your services than right now. Because think about it, the, the you know, the big players, right? They spend millions of dollars on commercials for the, the Super Bowl and the mm-hmm. Grammys and the whatever, right? And hi, you can go on Twitter and get three, four, 500 eyeballs for the cost of writing a tweet. Come on, friends. Right. Let's go. Yeah. Talk about your stuff. And you know what? We want to hear from you. Somebody wants to hear mm-hmm. the way you talk and the way you present and the thing that you know. Somebody wants to hear that. And there is plenty for everybody. I truly believe that. And Amen. I there think is, when you come back to this place of, you know, it's kind of where, where I did the whole hashtag, everything is content. And I see people get stuck yes. into their head about, well, keywords and SEO and stuff. And and I'm in this process sure. of, um, I've got someone doing SEO with me now and she's running reports. And I know that I've got to create pillar content for this shift in my brand for email marketing yes. and newsletters and yes. all of that. Right. And that's cool. But I also have the skill set to write that pillar content now because of how long I've been writing online. And you know what? And you know what's funny, Karen? I've said the same thing. I'm like, the best thing that you can do is learn how to write online. And even if you are a video or a podcaster, you still have to, because you still have to write descriptions. Write your descriptions. It's it's like at the core of everything. I I completely agree with you. But, you know, I think there is this place of you just have to start. I, I, you know, it's like, I don't want to be yelling at people like do the work, but I I'm so aware when I start seeing people, I'm going to do this. Someone else is selling this. So I better make this to sell. I'm like, it's not going to work. Right. It's not going to work. And the best work right. that I've done is to step back and just go deeper and look at stuff and reevaluate yes. and then go iterate and iterate it. Karen, if yes. someone had told me, like I, I just wrote some web copy for a client. I did a, her homepage and a services uh-huh. page. I'm not like uh-huh. this. I'm not really for hire for copy. It came through somebody else. But I'm like, if you had told me five years ago, you're gonna like, mm. you're gonna love studying copywriting. You're gonna love understanding how all this works together. I'd have been like, you're an, you're you're on, yeah, right? Like, no way. I mean, I could write papers and get A's in school. Whatever. It's 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 yeah yeah. It's mechanical to a certain extent, but sure. to write in a way that connects with people. That and the more you find your voice, and the more you practice doing that, the more you pull to your point your right audience to you, the person who needs your message, the person yes. who wants to, is like, they, you know, it's kind of like F the hustle. Do you know how many people are like, thank you for saying this. I am so exactly. sick of that message, you know? And so you have to do it. Anyways, Karen, this has been so much fun. So again, you guys listen, just sit tight. I will have the direct link for you. It's in the show notes. And of course I'll be emailing and sharing it as well, but be sure to register for the Twitter thread class with Karen so that, and, and again, you'll, even if you can't attend live, you'll get the recording. Um, and then if you're listening to this at a future date, just know that you mm-hmm. can go to the same link and register to watch the workshop for free. 
Yay, this is gonna be so fun. I can't wait, Kim, I just can't wait. Girl, you're so fun, I love your energy. Um, all right, Aww. Karen, thank you so much for being here. And I, I'm so excited about this class too, so I love you tons. Thank you for joining us today. I love you too, girl, let's see each other soon. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to make this super easy for you to register for Karen's Twitter thread class. This is a free workshop. You're going to go to kimdoyle.com forward slash Twitter threads, plural S, and that's D-O-Y-A-L, kimdoyle, kimdoyle.com forward slash Twitter threads, all one word. And if you're listening to this after the class, which is on Wednesday, March 16th, 2022, at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. If you're listening to it after the fact, you can still go to that link and get the free workshop just as a replay. So again, guys, I cannot wait to see you there. I am really having a ton of fun on Twitter and I will see you on March 16th. And again, if this is later, I'll catch you on the flip side.